the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, nutrition, fitness, and wellness, and now in its 31st year. Your host of Dr. Health Radio is health expert David Snow, who is not a doctor, and while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their areas of expertise, they do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a condition or illness that requires medical attention, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow. (laughs) Here's a patient looking at four doors next to each other at the critical care clinic. Uh, First one's labeled bone break. Next door says heartbreak. The next is windbreak. And the final one, a door going into the uh, critical care clinic entitled coffee break. (laughs) Thanks for taking a break from your weekend activities to tune into Dr. Health Radio. This is the snowman, David Snow, keeping you cool and healthy and welcoming welcoming you to our annual Heart Health Show to kick off American Heart Month. Now, before I give you a preview of our guest cardiologist, and by the way, I'm not a doctor myself. I am a partiologist from time to time, but not a cardiologist. But we'll go over a few facts I want to get to uh, some facts and statistics about your heart that you may not be aware of, and um, and they're important to know just to give you more of a value of, uh, you know, people, they don't appreciate their heart unless something goes wrong, right? You you don't, I mean, there's 60,000 miles of arteries, veins, and capillaries in the average adult body, and uh, your heart beats over 1,000, 100,000 times a day, excuse me, 100,000 times. 2,000 gallons of blood are pumped through those blood vessels every single day. And, you know, 50 years ago, risk factors for heart disease often led to premature death. I mean, that you know, you had a heart attack and you died. No warning, no second chance. And, uh, but now today we have many more drugs and procedures, things, everything from angioplasty and bypass surgery to stents and other, other uh, devices and procedures that can keep you even if you have chronic heart disease, it can keep you alive and keep it manageable. So we'll be highlighting many of those risk factors for heart disease, including COVID, uh, in order to reduce your chances of having heart disease or worse, dying of a heart attack or stroke or cardiovascular disease. You know, hypertension nearly doubles, excuse me, uh, we'll talk about high blood pressure and hypertension, but it nearly triples the risk uh, for men and doubles it for women as far as um, heart disease or or, uh, deaths from heart attacks. Diabetes quadruples the risk for women and doubles it for men uh, as far as uh, heart disease goes. A healthy diet decreases the risk of heart disease by 30%. Abdominal obesity more than doubles your risk for heart disease. Lack of exercise increases the risk about 20%. And then smoking not only can double it, it can even triple your risk of cardiovascular disease. So those are some of the risk factors we'll We'll uh, talk about time, time allowing. Dr. Zia Khan is a cardiologist and internist from, at the Queens Medical Center here in Honolulu. He'll be with us in just a few short minutes, actually, in the next segment of the program. 
uh, talking about everything having to do with matters of the heart. We'll talk about inflammation and cholesterol, strokes, high blood pressure, as I mentioned, tachycardia, bradycardia, arrhythmias. A lot of people have those. Uh, the latest on CPR, and of course, preventative steps that you can take to reduce your risk of not only cardio, uh, cardiovascular complications, but uh, also um, just living a healthy, um, normal life and a long life at that. So, you know, that's still, even though COVID's the third leading cause of death right now, uh, or as of last year, it's um, heart disease that kills more people than ever, ever before. And uh, consistently ranks number one year after year as the as the leading killer of Americans. How many people sneak healthy ingredients into food they prepare for loved ones? Sixty five percent of you do, and that's good. That's a good thing. Um, better than sneaking in or uh, sneaking uh, food in that's not good for you. And uh, most people do that themselves. They don't do it for other people. Um, now um, let's see. What else? Uh, okay, we got that. Uh, oh, ever break a bone or have to wear a cast? I remember when I was a teenager, I broke my uh, my foot tea leaf sliding in Kaneohe. Um, but uh, I remember all those weeks I had the cast on. But weeks of <laughs> taping a garbage bag around your plastered limb, uh, that's not fun to do. Well, to the rescue, reusable waterproof cast covers that will last until the cast comes off and they're watertight enough to let you swim even, if you can imagine that. Uh, boy, that'll build up your leg uh, wherever the muscle atrophied uh, with all the extra weight of the cast, although now they have lighter casts, uh, the materials. But Mighty X, that's the brand, uh, makes arm and leg cast covers that easily slip over a cast and stay up without the use of tape. And then there's another one called Blocks, B-L-O-C-C-S. It's a waterproof cast cover. Comfortable and less restrictive than many of the other similar products. All right. Something you need to know if you ever break a bone or have a cast. Um, let's see. Oh, a blood test now might tell you if you're a night owl or a morning lark. Analyzing a combination of 65 blood markers may determine a person's internal circadian rhythm. Uh, you know, the best times uh, help you determine the best times to sleep and eat and exercise, and even take your medications. It's from the University of Colorado. Now, here's a review of some information we had for you some time ago about the fact that redheads, and I think it's just a single-digit percentage of the population that are naturally redheaded, uh, but uh, if you have red hair, uh, it's a gene variant um, as far as genetically speaking. But a recent study found that you have more opioid receptors. Let's see. uh, Well, opioid receptors you do have, uh, inhibit pain and, uh, let's see, a result, you have a higher pain threshold is the bottom line. So if you're redheaded, you got uh, you can deal with pain more easily. And they're uh, actually researching it to find maybe new drugs to manage pain based on the genetic differences. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now here's a preview of next week's show on Dr. Health Radio, February being the month of love. It's our annual program on sexual health for Valentine's Day weekend next weekend. Dr. Lori Steelsmith joins us, as she did last year. She's the author of Great Sex Naturally, and she'll be joining us to discuss this all-important topic at this time of the year. After all, it's why we are all here, right? Mm. Let me get a sip of water. <clears throat> okay, good to go on the throat. All right, that's uh, next week's show. If you can't miss or if you can't listen to us at any time this hour or uh, next week, 
For that matter, you can always go to the website, drhealthradio.com. Spell out the word doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R, healthradio.com. Now, you already know uh, that smoking and diet, obesity, as well as stress and lack of exercise, and diabetes and other diseases, these are all well-known causes of heart disease. But air pollution? Well, it might interest you to know that air pollution is still an overlooked cause of heart disease. I said cause. Here's a study from the new, uh, let's see, the uh, November issue of the New England Journal of Medicine. They highlighted a few startling facts in that air pollution is the world's fourth leading cause of disease and death. This according to the World Health Organization. Also, the proportion of deaths from cardiovascular disease in developing countries due to pollution are more than heart disease deaths due to smoking or other behavioral and metabolic disease risk factors, you know, such as diabetes. In fact, uh, 9 million people died from pollution worldwide in 2019, just two years ago, three years ago. And that number, researchers estimate between 100,000 and 200,000 people in the U.S. die every year to diseases caused by air pollution here in our country. So you think about smoke and other impurities you inhale, that can be just as bad for you as smoking. Of course, you know, not all smoke is equal. I mean, smoke is smoke, but you know, there's some types of smoke are obviously worse than others. And of course, with cigarettes and smoke that you deliberately inhale, you're taking much deeper inhalations of the, um, the offending chemicals that are found in the smoke. But uh, something to be aware of, all right? Let's go to the fitness file. Percentage of American women who walk regularly for transportation, only 4.7%. Let's get that number up, folks. That's from the Journal of Preventive Medicine. And walk up those escalators. You know, that was one of my, that actually was my first health tip 31 years ago on this show, uh, walking up escalators. And I used to, in my younger days, I was a lot more zealous and I'd turn off the uh, escalators at shopping centers and malls. Uh, you know, they had that emergency stop buttons, and then they, they, they don't break. They just turn into stairs, right? <laughs> I don't do that anymore, but uh, always walk up and down the escalators if you... Uh, that's one way to escalate your fitness is to walk up the escalators. Anyway, here's a study published in the European Heart Journal. They found that 69 hospital employees used the sta- who used the stairs exclusively for 12 weeks, well, what did they, um, how do they benefit? They upped their lung capacity by almost 10%. Their body fat percentage went down about 2%. Waist circumference also went down a couple percent. Diastolic blood pressure went down 3%. And their bad cholesterol went down 4%. So, you know, just making minor changes in your lifestyle habits. Uh, and You know, whenever you see a, a set of stairs, walk up those stairs as well as down them. Right, and the diet department, let's uh, get into, let's see how we're doing on time. Yeah, we're okay. Five fabulous foods for between-meal snacks. Uh, of course, you don't want to overdo it, but um, if you have hummus, not humus. <laughs> that's, that's the soil. Hummus is the uh, garbanzo bean dip, uh, chickpeas. Uh, that balances blood sugar and helps um, in, in, your, in satisfying your appetite because of the high fiber content. And uh, just don't use a lot of high-fat corn or potato chips as a dip for the hummus. A lot of people use it as a dip. Uh, you can use um, crackers. Uh, I, I use the rice cracker sometimes. Bell peppers, um, that, those are good, crunchy, and uh, I always have carrot and celery sticks too. That gives you the, um, it helps to release your leptin, the fullness hormone. 
Ginger chews. Two compounds found in ginger are associated with a reduction in hunger. Uh, but just make sure it's not the sugary ginger chews or, you know, just uh, actually natural factors. I, I just had one this morning. It's uh, They have the chewable ginger supplement. It's equivalent to 500 milligrams of ginger. And, of course, it's good for nausea and digestion, circulation, inflammation, a lot of other good things. But in this case, it's uh, reduced or associated with a reduction in hunger. Dark chocolate, uh, as long as you don't eat the whole bar, if it's a big, you know, three and a half ounce, uh, 100 gram bar of uh, dark chocolate. But the bitterness of dark chocolate is reputed to diminish your craving for sweets. Let's make sure it's at least 70% cacao, right? And speaking of dieting, uh, comedian Andy Bumatai, who we had on the show, he's a local comedian here in Hawaii, um, former guest here on Dr. Health. Uh, He commented about diet some years ago. He said, you know you're on a diet when cat food commercials make you hungry. <laughs> that's a pretty desperate diet you're on if, if that's the case. All right, let's go to matters of sexual health. Women with a UTI usually get the wrong treatment. Most women with a urinary tract infection are getting the wrong treatment from their doctors. Around 75% are given a prescription for longer than is needed to treat uncomplicated cases, uh, especially if antibiotics are involved. And half get the wrong antibiotic altogether, according to a new study. Uh, Of course, this increases antibiotic resistance, which is not a good thing. This is um, from Washington University School of Medicine. Uh, They they looked at insurance claims made by 670,000 women between the ages of 18 and 44 years old who had been treated for an uncomplicated UTI. And of those, 47% were given an inappropriate antibiotic. 76% were treated for longer than necessary. Uh, Doctors should be prescribing, you know, ideally a narrow spectrum antibiotic for UTIs, but a lot of times they they don't want to take the time to culture it to see what offending organism is involved. Anyway, okay, that's so much for that. And uh, let's go to some fitness funnies. Uh, I didn't get to this. Uh, Before we go to the funny funny bone pharmacy, we'll uh, bridge the gap and (laughs) go be, uh, this will be a fitness funnies feature for you. Um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, Elaine Lalane on as well as Gilad from uh, TV's Bodies in Motion. And uh, I think back in the 80s, they had, uh, they, they had some uh, videos as well. But the 80s, you know, they, if you remember back, if you're old enough to remember back in the 1980s, they had, you know, personal fitness was all the rage. And that's when, uh, not DVDs, it was way before DVDs, but uh, they had uh, uh, the exercise videos, right? Um, personal fitness and home videos. Uh, they put the two together, and they had, of course, Jane Fonda's workout and Richard Simmons sweating to the oldies. He was a guest on the show many years ago. Uh, even Arnold Schwarzenegger, another former guest of Dr. Health, uh, back in 1982, he had Shape Up with Arnold. <laughs> Bruce Jenner, back when he was a he and not a she, uh, had winning workout in 1984. Uh, model Cindy Crawford, who I remember meeting, Shape Up Your Body workout in 1992. Gosh, I met all these people. Um, well, I didn't meet Cher. She had a new attitude, 1991 fitness video. Fabio, I met him on a couple of occasions. He was the face of many romance novels, uh, the cover uh, on the books, uh, if you remember. Uh, Fabio Fitness, back in 1993. Uh, this brings back memories. Claudia Schiffer, the actress, perfectly fit buns. That, that was back in 1995. I wonder if she has still has those perfectly fit buns. And then uh, finally... Uh, Paula Abdul's Get Up and Dance in 1995. Okay, let's go to the Funny Bone Pharmacy. The uh, 
Best Medicine, the world's foremost heart surgeon, accomplished a miraculous medical feat. A patient with a failing heart needed a transplant. After a grueling 27-hour procedure, the, <laughs> the surgeon successfully transplanted a turtle's heart into the patient. After a weekend of rest, the man made a full recovery and on Monday morning walked out of the hospital under his own strength. By Tuesday, he had reached the parking lot. <laughs> well, after all, he had a turtle's heart, right? Okay, here's a fashion tip for nurses. Light-colored scrubs are usually see-through. So are oft-washed hospital scrubs. Underwear that matches your natural skin tone is the least obvious under questionable fabric. Save the bright patterns, lacy cutouts, <laughs> and especially the word-across-the-butt undies for your days off. I think that's good advice. And finally, uh, fake science for real nurses. What determines your blood pressure? Blood pressure consists of two numbers. The top is systolic, which is the number of fried food orders <laughs> you add to your system. The bottom is diastolic, which is the number of ice cream servings you add to your diet. Okay, that's, uh, that's, uh, okay. that's kind of true. All right, coming up after the break, three ways to lower your blood pressure, uh, excuse me, bad cholesterol. Also, simple ways to healthy artery, arteries, or I should say arteries, right? And um, also how a healthy heart diet can slash your risk of migraines, plus supplements to reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease. And then uh, following that, we will have Dr. Zia Khan, cardiologist and internist, talking about matters of the heart on our Heart Health Show on Dr. Health Radio. So stick around if you want to be healthy. Back right after this as Dr. Health continues. I'm a paramedic, and it may sound silly, but a lot of people are afraid to call 911 when they're experiencing uncomfortable pressure, fullness, squeezing, or pain in the center of the chest. You know why? Because they think it would be embarrassing if it were a false alarm. Instead, people risk permanent damage or death because they're afraid they might get a lecture. That's ridiculous. To learn more about heart attack warning signs, call the American Heart Association at 1-800-AHA-USA-1 or visit us on the web at AmericanHeart.org. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. Is getting a good night's sleep a challenge? Fortunately, there's a superior fast-acting sleep formula called Tranquil Sleep from Natural Factors. This non-habit-forming supplement contains a unique combination of melatonin, 5-HTP, and L-theanine, which works in harmony with your body's natural sleep hormones. Tranquil Sleep can help you fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep sounder, and wake up refreshed, all without feeling drowsy in the morning. The key benefit comes from increasing the time spent in the deeper stages of sleep. It's only in these deeper levels of sleep that we truly experience the rejuvenation, regeneration, and recuperation that sleep provides. Even if you think you get a good night's sleep, give Tranquil Sleep a try. You might be surprised with how much better you've slept by waking up with more energy and enthusiasm to start your day. Learn more at naturalfactors.com. 
Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need Clear Saline Nasal Spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone, making Clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about Clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's xlear.com. Good choice, Mr. Producer. Dear Heart, we're talking about matters of the heart. If you're just joining us, welcome back to the program, a special heart health edition of the show here on Dr. Health Radio. David Snow with you. Uh, We will have our guest, Dr. Zia Khan, in just a few minutes at the bottom of the hour. But uh, before that, we have some interesting information for you about your heart. 30 days to lower LDL cholesterol. That's the bad cholesterol. Uh, Now, did you know that over the holidays, most of you had a 20% rise in artery-clogging LDL cholesterol? That's uh, thanks to all the rich holiday foods, of course, this according to Dutch scientists. Well, you can spoon up grapefruit in the morning or in a daily, uh, as a daily habit. That lowers LDL by about 20% in one month, according to University of Arizona researchers. Uh, and it works even when statins don't. Uh, so, you know, it's not always the drugs that work. Sometimes, well, food is your best medicine, and uh, that should be sometimes the go-to. I mean, of course, drugs are needed and necessary in in certain instances, but uh, don't forget food as medicine as well as uh, pharmaceuticals as medicine. Now, you can sip some vino. A lot of people um, attribute uh, wine to uh, having good cardiac health. But, uh, well, this is an interesting information or research study in uh, atherosclerosis. Uh, And they found that uh, folks who drank about two glasses of red wine daily had uh, LDL by, well, they only lowered it by 8% in a month. And it's because of the polyphenols. And of course, I, you know, I'm not, uh, I don't uh, promote alcohol by any means. And I, in fact, but I do, there's exceptions. I do recommend four wines. That is uh, de-alkalized wine. Uh, they have the alcohol removed. Uh, unfermented wine, otherwise known as grape juice. Fermented wine, which I use on my salads, that's vinegar. And then wine and capsules you find in the produce section would be grapes. Uh, so those are the four wines that I consume and recommend. But uh, if you look at, at this study, 8% in a month uh, by something that's going to, I mean, it's a carcinogen and uh, could adversely affect your liver, which it usually does. Uh, compare that to a citrus extract. This is um, a study from Italian researchers taking 1,000 milligrams of bergamot as a citrus extract. Uh, daily spurs up to a 41% reduction in LDL within four weeks, the same amount of time. Uh, so um, much uh, much healthier without any side of, negative side effects. Of course, you don't you know feel inebriated, but uh, you know 8% versus 41%. I'll, I'll take the citrus extract anytime. All right, uh, let's see simple ways to keep your arteries healthy. You know you can't 
underestimate how important it is to keep your arteries flexible because just like your muscles and joints, uh, you don't want stiff muscles or joints, right? And you don't want stiff or um, aging arteries. You want arteries as flexible as possible. And, um, well, exercise is is also actually good for your arteries. You know, stretching keeps them flexible too. This is from Chinese research. Scientists found that people who perform simple stretches uh, like touching your toes, for instance, 10 times a day, experienced twice the improvement in blood vessel, um, excuse me, blood vessel flexibility than those who did not stretch. Also, uh, curling up with a cup of tea, hot tea at this time of the year, odd, uh, increases or reduces your odds, rather, of uh, stiff arteries by 37% because of the flavonoids in both green and black teas. Uh, you can add a squeeze of lemon. Uh, that helps to boost the absorption of the flavonoid compounds in and teas. But don't put milk in it because that inhibits the absorption of the beneficial compounds you find in, uh, in the teas. Also shoring up on vitamin C, and if we uh, have time, I'll get into the nutrients for um, heart health. And if we don't have time for that today, we will get, it, we will get to it uh, because we'll have information all month long on keeping your heart healthy. But taking 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C, they say, for uh, eight weeks enhances Arteries elasticity by up to 88%. This is British research. And uh, since your body can only absorb 250 milligrams or so at a time, you know, 500 max, uh, you might opt for a 1,000 milligram vitamin C time-released uh, tablet or capsule. Natural Factors has one of its uh, tablet, I believe. And that's available in your nearest natural food stores. There are other brands as well. But um, if you take more than 500 milligrams at a time, probably best to take the time-released uh, variety. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. We got, uh, well, let's uh, take a break and we will be back with more information for your heart health with Dr. Zia Khan, cardiologist extraordinaire, here on the Healthiest Hour on Radio. Don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. Curcumin rich Theracurmin from Natural Factors is a special form of curcumin the yellow pigment of turmeric that has shown many wondrous health benefits. Theracurmin represents a major scientific breakthrough. Clinical studies show that when it comes to absorption, Theracurmin is by far number one. Finally, the powerful health benefits of curcumin can be realized with curcumin-rich Theracurmin. To learn more, visit naturalfactors.com. When it comes to probiotics, why do employees, managers, and owners of health stores recommend and personally take Theralac more than any other brand? Results. Fast results. In fact, Theralac is the fastest-acting medicinal strength probiotic. With patented stomach acid-resistant delivery, prebiotic stimulation, and guaranteed potency, Theralac restores regularity fast while providing all the long-term benefits of a superior probiotic supplement. Don't be fooled by probiotic products that promise higher potencies or more strains of beneficial bacteria. High potency means nothing without delivery, and more strains are not necessarily better. Theralac is optimally formulated for results. Theralac, the high-potency probiotic with guaranteed strength, delivery, and stimulation, supporting your digestion, regularity, and immunity. Theralac, available in the refrigerated section of your favorite health store. For more information, go to Theralac.com. Well, actually, there's lots of ways. 
you can mend a broken heart. From falling down. How can you stop the sun from shining? Welcome back to the program. David Snow on your radio. Thanks so much for joining us and making us a part of your weekend. Well, our next guest is in the business of mending broken hearts and uh, other hearts that are defective from disease or trauma or other reasons. He is cardiologist and internist Dr. Zia Khan, the chief of the Cardiovascular Clinical Program at the Queens Medical Center here in Honolulu. And we welcome him to the Dr. Health Radio microphones this morning. Good morning, Dr. Khan. How the health are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for being there. You know, I I thought about getting into that a branch of medicine, but I just haven't had the heart. I didn't have the heart to be a cardiologist. I got to tell you. Oh, so, oh brother. But, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm glad that people like you do, and that. And oh, and I forgot to mention, you are the president-elect of the American Heart Association's uh, Hawaii chapter, and so congratulations for that honor and uh, yeah, position. Yeah. Now, with a pandemic, uh, Doctor Khan, on everyone's mind, uh, let's remind our listeners that while COVID. Uh, the COVID virus has recently been shown to be the third leading cause of death in America and in this country. Uh, heart disease is number one and has been for decades and uh, and not to discount COVID by any means, but we just want to put things in perspective. And, you know, a lot of people have actually uh, reduced their, their uh, preventive maintenance, if you will, or, you know, their preventive uh, heart healthy lifestyles uh, in, in the interest of, of being all focused on the virus and, uh, and of course, there's some overlapping uh, habits that you would, you know, to to reduce your risk for both the virus and heart disease. But but a lot of people, you know, they've been overeating and drinking more alcohol and doing all the things that are not on the the heart disease or the uh, heart healthy checklist. So can you can you address that and let's let's get right to the COVID issue as it relates to one's heart. Yeah. So that's so you covered a lot there, Dave. That's like that was a lot. Um, that being said. You know, you're definitely ringing the right bell. That's something that bothers me, and I'm glad that you picked up on it. Um, it makes me feel very good because I I look at that and I say, okay, the the rates of um, cancer, heart disease, still very high, and COVID COVID definitely a big deal. Heart disease still killing way more people for years, as you said. And I thought about that. One of the the main issues is this this concept of temporal delay or temporal discounting, meaning that we discount outcomes that are too far from the stimulus. So for instance, with heart disease, you know, when you're young, you eat whatever processed foods, maybe not get as much exercise, you're working a lot, you don't take care of yourself. And the repercussions are years down the road. So like 60s, 50s. Right. I think that's one of the reasons. And so COVID, you get sick, you know, the next day, yes. a couple of days later, you're right. in the ICU. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge, the mental problem there is like, we just can't visualize, we're not good at uh, visualizing the future and living like it is now. That's and right. that's, I think, the fundamental issue of why we don't take heart disease more seriously. But if you can, if you can, uh, the paradigm I use is time is an illusion. So if you can live oh, I like, like that when you're, yeah, it's just an illusion, right? Because especially in Hawaii, because the seasons are the same, right? And you're like 10 years ago was the same as, I mean, it, it all kind of blends together. And I think that was actually very helpful because for me, I, I can see myself as at 60 years old, at 50 years old, at 70 years old. I'm a little. I'm luckier than most people because I see to my patients. I see myself in them. I see what happened. I see how they were when they were my age and right. younger, and then, mm-hmm. and where they are now with heart disease. So that's that's the key concept is to to realize you will get older and heart disease will catch up with you. And so 
That's, that's very important to understand. The key things that you hit on were, so when you get COVID, when, you, when you're worried about COVID, your, your brain is, is, so on that, on that sort of premise, Mm-hmm. Um, your brain's worried about tomorrow. I don't want to die of COVID. I'm not going outside. I'm not exercising. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not going to go to the grocery <laughs> store. I'm, I'm not going to do, I'm just going to sit at home and be sedentary because I'm so scared. So, and so that's a very like, yeah, it's like an animal, a most sort of midbrain and limbic system, emotional mm-hmm. response, right? Yep. And you yep. really just have to reset because now it's been years. And so you can't live like that. That, that, that stress is just too much. You have to kind of live your life and and really, there's at least four key things, right? You got to exercise every day, simply walking. And so you don't have to. I talk to my patients all the time. I say, well, I don't want to go outside, but you keep your six foot distance, moderate walk. We're not talking about you know you have to, you have to go to gym and do whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, you can still maintain your social distance and still get your thirty to sixty minutes a day. With things a little slower, and a lot of people working at home, you probably actually have more time to go out and exercise. Mm-hmm. So that's like number one. Just go out, go out for a walk. Make it real simple. Go out for a walk every day. Stay away from people if you need to, but just go out for a walk. Get the 30 to 60 minutes minimum that you, that's required. Um, and then nutrition-wise, making sure that you eat healthy meals. Like, you know, maybe some people feel like going through the drive-thru is easier. They don't, I wouldn't necessarily go there. You know, do whatever you think is safe in terms of, okay, if you want to get online groceries, that's fine, but try to get the fruits and the vegetables and the, and the whole grains. That's the other piece, right? And then the, the, the other two pieces are sleep and stress. So making sure you're sleeping appropriately, and then stress reduction. So, like, let's talk about stress. So, COVID, you know, all of our families have been affected by COVID one way or the other, either directly or through friends or, or somehow, right? Right. And that's very stressful. That stress causes inflammation, causes high cortisol levels, causes us to act differently. And so, any stress, and, it, and like you mentioned, it causes us not to take care of ourselves. So, whatever you need to do to work on your stress, walking, meditating, whatever it is, uh, do it as long as it's healthy. It's a healthy stress coping mechanism. Because the other piece of it is when you when you cope with your stress in unhealthy ways, it's like smoking or drinking more alcohol. And so you got to watch that piece too, True. or the mental health piece. Mm-hmm. So that's that's probably the, those four things are probably the key things to to any any health regimen, but particularly cardiovascular health. Sleeping sleeping well, watching your stress, eating right, and exercising. Uh, of course, of course, going to your your doctor and and and, and that's a big too. We didn't talk about that. So the big thing I saw was the past couple of years is just a delay in, in care. That's right. So mm-hmm. yeah, people just not coming in and then they come to the hospital and should have came to meet, see me because, but they're worried about coming to the clinic because there are other patients, but there's different ways we've worked around that. When, when we, when any hospital system here in general says it's safe to come to the clinic, it's probably safe to come to the clinic because people are wearing their PPE. They're taking all the precautions. It's the community where things get kind of lax, but in the hospital system, people are very acutely aware of their surroundings and not getting COVID. And so that's, so I wouldn't worry about that too much, particularly if the health system says it's okay to come in. If the health system feels like it's not the right time, they'll do virtual visits. But I really don't think there's any, and I don't want to say excuse, I want to be judgmental, but there really isn't any good reason not to continue yeah. with your mm-hmm. sort of well care. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah, no, absolutely, Dr. Yeah. Khan. And, and what you were talking about drive throughs uh, I, I actually recommend people drive uh, do you know go through the drive-through? But they keep driving. Don't stop at the drive-through. Drive through the drive-through, <laughs> and don't, <laughs> exactly. don't, don't stop. You know, uh, but they, actually now they have drive-through clinics. So some of the states had drive-through vaccinations. You know, you just hold out your arm and get your uh, injection. But that's another program, I guess. Now, uh, getting back to heart disease, Doctor Khan, what, is inflammation our main enemy? I mean, you mentioned it a few times in, in other situations, but isn't that the the root cause of uh, of heart disease 
in, in most cases is inflammation yeah, and, and the stress meaning, uh, you know, causing indirectly causing it because it causes inflammation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what, and so, you know, when we say don't smoke or, you know, watch your sugar or do all these things, exercise, there's a tone of being judgmental about it. And, um, and somehow it gets, all, all this stuff gets politicized and there's, there's, there's other sort of shame and, and blame on it. But it's really not about that at all. It's all about science. And so, and mm-hmm. you nailed it. It's all about inflammation. So diabetes control, blood pressure control, right. stopping. If smoking was good for you, it'd be a different story. There would be no moral judgment on it, right? And so the issue is the inflammation. What happens is the vessels, they respond to inflammation in a, in a significant way. What they do is there's a lining uh, internal on, in the vessel. And what happens is little gaps form when you have inflammation because inflammation to the body evolutionarily means infection. And so right. then white cells get in the vessels and then different things get inside the vessel lining and it starts to just cause a lot of chaos and a lot of cell death. And then plaque gets in there and then and then calcium comes in to try to stabilize it. And sometimes the wall becomes so thin it breaks off and then a clot forms. It closes off blood supply and you have a heart attack. And so it's all about inflammation. So all these things like di- you know your diabetic control your blood pressure. It's all about causing inflammation. So you really, that is a central, central theme of it. And in some ways, that's how COVID affects, um, you know, your body causing inflammation. So if you have, that's why we talk about, okay, if you have risk factors for heart disease, be careful if you get COVID, because it's going to obviously cause a profound inflammatory response. We'll sort of Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. I was good. That was my next question, actually. So it was, it was a perfect segue uh, in that uh, it makes, you know, other heart related risk factors make a person at high risk for COVID complications, such as high blood pressure, high blood sugar, obesity, sedentary lifestyle, et cetera. And, and what is it for uh, the average person that dies of COVID has four comorbidities, uh, uh, morbidities, excuse me. And, um, so it's it's not just I mean you have a much lower than one percent chance of of dying from COVID if you don't have all the pre existing risk factors. But can you address that and and tell tell our listeners just how important it is to if you have those risk factors not only taking first uh, first steps and uh, and avoid trying to avoid the virus but but preventative steps and uh, steps into the future to make yourself more resilient or, or resistant to those those risk factors such as high blood pressure, high blood sugar, et cetera. Yeah, no, that's that's great. I, I think that the key thing is, you know, for COVID, so I have to, I mean, just a, the American Heart Association is a great resource. So if you go to the American Heart Association website, www.heart.org, mm-hmm. I, that's where I direct my patients for like understanding your blood pressure, understanding these issues. So there's a lot of data out there that probably needs to be to be uh, to be looked at mm-hmm. um, in terms of the the for the inflammation and protecting yourself with COVID. I'm gonna, I don't know if that's where you're going, but I answer that question anyway. So making sure you stay safe, making sure you get vaccinated. So if you will still you could still get COVID, obviously, but your, your symptoms may be milder. So if I had a lot of comorbidities, if I have heart dis- if I have significant heart disease, I'm getting vaccinated because I'm as you said I'm already in a high risk profile, and now I want to do everything I can to protect myself. So that's that's number one is I'm probably gonna get vaccinated. And it's not to me. It's this is what's interesting is that um, some countries may have liberal leaning, conservative leaning, whatever, but they don't tend to uh, politicize this issue because it kills blindly. It doesn't care what your politics are. And so, so vaccination to me shouldn't be so political. It's just if I have heart disease, whether I'm a conservative, whether I'm a Republican, whether I'm a Democrat, I want to get vaccinated. So that's that's number one. The second thing is, as you mentioned, controlling your risk factors. So your blood pressure, doing whatever it's... So the American Heart Association website, great, great website for controlling your blood pressure. So if you, you 
watch your salt intake. That will help lower your blood pressure. Losing weight will lower your blood pressure. And you can actually quantify on average how many points your blood pressure will go down per per pound or whatever. Yes, also, uh, fruits and vegetables will lower your blood pressure because the potassium-containing right. fruits yes, will lower your yes. blood pressure. I'm glad you mentioned that. And then walking. Th- yeah. yeah. And then walking. Those are the key yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. uh, also, Dr. Khan, I, getting back to vaccinations, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I got vaccine. Uh, you know, I, I had the vaccine. Uh, but uh, I think, uh, you know, so many people I talk to, including friends and relatives, they have a false sense of security. Oh, I got vaccinated. So, <laughs> you know, now I can just live my life and, and not... Uh, not worry about my sugar intake or uh, fat consumption and uh, alcohol uh, uh, consumption, et cetera. And, uh, and, and it's kind of like people that get, there's some people that, you know, it's the mindset where uh, if they have health insurance, oh, I have health insurance, you know, and so I can, <laughs> I can just do all the things I like to do. And then if, if something goes wrong or if I have a problem, I go to the doctor and I, I have health insurance to cover it. But uh, maybe you could speak to that in that uh, there, there's a you know substantial percentage of the population that has that that mindset of that uh, that false sense of security that oh I'm vaccinated now I'm bulletproof well what's going to make you bulletproof is not only that but also as you mentioned all the lifestyle habits the exercise the diet the sleep the stress and and you know losing the COVID nineteen or the COVID twenty five or thirty pounds that you gained from the the lockdown and uh, so anyway I'm getting on my soapbox a little bit uh, but I know that you're on the same page as me and you know from a doctor's perspective maybe you can add something to that yeah i'm glad you're on the radio and we're on the same page because now i'm i feel like we're in good hands <laughs> okay good i'm glad is out there and, that, and that's awesome and so i think um so one thing i would say is uh, yeah time is an illusion so if you think that's yeah i mean leading cause of death is heart attacks and so um it's going to catch up with you the cause and effect that's one thing um Second thing is the idea that you can get, go in and get a stent and it, you'll be fine. Um, uh, so at least 300,000 deaths probably from uh, cardiac arrest. Uh, majority of those are going to be in your, in your home with, uh, and probably your loved, loved ones will be around. So you probably should know CPR and stuff. But I, I make that point to say that you, you may not make it to the hospital. And, so, and that's, that's how right. that, when we're talking about inflammation and the plaque rupture, that's mm-hmm. a sudden event. And so now time is of the essence. So, for us as doctors, the metric to open an artery is like 90 minutes. You have to um, probably 60 minutes, and so now you have to you have to get that artery open, and it's and it's time is it, it matters. And so That's right. if you, it, it, yeah, and so and again, a lot of people die. Uh, at home. And so that's, yeah. So the idea that you can get to the hospital is, 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 yeah, I mean, good luck. Well, well, I read where almost, (laughs) yeah, almost 70% of cardiac arrests are happen in the home and, and people need to know what to do and how to do it. And as you mentioned, CPR, which is great. Uh, I wanted to bring that up later, but since you brought it up now, I'll just, we'll just cover it now. And that uh, it's so important. And even at, even if you know CPR, uh, it's what uh, only a 10 to 30% chance that, if if person is in full cardiac arrest, that you're going to save them, but it's better than the three percent or zero percent that you know that they're going to die um, if if they don't get uh, CPR. And then also the fact that fifty percent of people that die of sudden heart attacks have normal cholesterol. So a, a lot of times people have a false sense of security if they go to the doctor and they test and they have normal cholesterol or low cholesterol, they think they're scot-free and, and that they're bulletproof against heart disease or heart attacks. I mean, speak to that if you would, because, I mean, that, that is a, a huge thing. And, and uh, cholesterol is only one 
biomarker or blood marker of, of many, I mean, triglyceride and then the LDL, HDL, and I mean, you know all that, you're a cardiologist, but uh, uh, if, if you could just tell people in I, layman's yeah, I, terms. I agree. I, yeah, I, I would say that it's not the majority of people who um, have one, you know, who, who are like totally clean and exercise. I think sometimes people get fatalistic and say, well, I do the best I can. I had a friend who exercised every day and it was a vegan and he had normal, good cholesterol and he died. That friend, the reason you mentioned that friend is because he's the exception to the rule. That's right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, and so, so in general, if, if your cholesterol is not out of whack, just look at all your risk factors, high blood pressure, obesity, smoking, um, nutrition, do you eat a lot of red meat? Uh, and so stress, stress level. So I have a lot yeah. of patients who, you know, who work very stressful jobs mm-hmm. and they tend to have uh, heart attacks anecdotally uh, earlier than I would think. And so that's, so there's a, there's a lot of risk factors, at least five, most in my mind, I know there's a lot of, there's a genetic component, there's a big push on genetics. I think that makes us feel comfortable. If you look at the general population across, even across the world, most of it's environmental and you'll find something. I mean, if it's not the cholesterol, you'll find the A1, the diabetes may be not controlled, the high blood pressure may not be controlled, the stress is crazy. There's something in there. And so it's just a matter of looking and going to the doctor and the doctor will know these things, but. Those are generally the risk factors. Right. Okay, Dr. Khan, we need to take one last break of the hour so I can keep asking you more questions. And when we come back, I have many more questions for you. Tachycardia, bradycardia, arrhythmias, a lot of people suffer from those conditions. Uh, Also, some other preventative steps we can take to reduce our risk of uh, our chances of heart disease and death regarding not only a virus or communicable disease, but, but just you know, increasing your resilience and resistance to heart disease in general. And then I want to ask you about vaping. And uh, hats off to the American Heart Association. They have a new $10 million research initiative for studying the long-term effects of the COVID-19 virus on the heart. So uh, um, just wanted to give kudos to them for that. Back after this with more information for your heart health here on Dr. Health with my guest, Dr. Zia Khan, cardiologist and internist at the Queens Medical Center here in Honolulu. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. Back right after this as Dr. Health Radio continues. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. Staying healthy has never been more important. And Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, maker of premier heart and immune health products, is leading the way to better health with the groundbreaking new formula, Kyolic Omega AGE. Kyolic Omega AGE combines the cardiovascular power of Kyolic's best-selling, organically grown aged garlic extract with sustainably sourced fish oil and a synergistic blend of the nutrients, vitamins D3, K2, E, and B6, 9, and 12, that have been clinically shown to support heart, bone, and immune health, all in one supplement, providing you with a comprehensive and convenient way to take your health to the next level. So check off all of those individual supplements from your shopping list and get Kyolic Omega AGE for heart, bone, and immune health today. Look for Kyolic Omega AGE at fine natural health retailers near you. Learn more at Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Stay healthy. Live better. 
Since 70% of your immune system is in your gut, don't you think it's time to take a little better care of it? After all, so many things you're doing to it are affecting its function. Not getting enough fiber, eating too much sugar, excess stress and alcohol, as well as that sedentary lifestyle. So maybe it's time for a tune-up, an intestinal tune-up, with the medical strength probiotics from Master Supplements. Their signature Theralac, recommended by doctors for more than 15 years, will rapidly colonize your intestinal tract with the specific gut-friendly strains of potent beneficial bacteria. And their patent-protected delivery system has garnered Theralac and their other probiotics with a worldwide reputation for results. There's also True Flora, a unique probiotic and enzyme blend with bio-cleansing effects, and True Bifido, specifically formulated for colon support. See all of the Master Supplements products at your nearest natural food store or go to Theralac.com. Master Supplements, the probiotic pioneers. Fairy tales can come true It can happen to you If you're young at heart Oh, our guest is actually making us young at heart because he is a heart specialist. Welcome back to the program. David Snow on your radio. It's your weekly dose of verbal vitamins. It's the cure for the common radio show. And if you're just joining us, cardiologist and internist Dr. Zia Khan is with us from the Queens Medical Center. And uh, he is also the president-elect of the American Heart Association's Hawaii chapter. Uh, Dr. Khan, here's a... A, a doctor talking to her patient in the office, and she says, no, no, not tricycle rides, triglycerides. <laughs> I think maybe if the patient uh, rode a tri- uh, tr- tricycle or bicycle more often, she might lower her triglycerides. But uh, anyway, let's uh, uh, before we get into heart conditions, let's talk about, uh, just uh, wrap up the, uh, the cholesterol conversation and talk about the fact that what triglycerides now are aren't they uh, deemed more important now than cholesterol as far as uh, having a low triglyceride level versus a low cholesterol level i mean they're both important of course you know what the most important to me is probably the ldl level ldl so okay when I, we talk yeah and so when you have like the inflammation in the pathway what happens the ldl particles in that vessel line they play a key role the, the immune cells, the white cells, they attack that LDL, and what happens is when they eat it, they eat the LDL in the vessel lining, and, it, lining, and that uh-huh. LDL becomes ex- oxidized or exposed to oxygen, and actually bursts the vessel, it breaks the vessel, Ooh. I mean, the, not the vessel, the, uh, the cell. So that cell that ate it, like the police cell, the white cell, actually dies. And, so, and when that cell dies, it sends out more sort of signaling to the other sort of quote-unquote police officer cells to come in and, hey, what happened? This guy died here, right? And it sees more LDL, and then those white cells, they eat the LDL, they die, and it becomes this sort of like mass casualty event under the cell, under the vessel lining. Mm. And, that's how, and, that, and that's how plaque forms. And so that LDL is, is key to it. Triglycerides, yes, they're, they're a risk factor, but LDL is probably the, the, key, the key player. Okay. Triglycerides often go with um, diabetes. Um, and processed carbohydrates. Right. The way to attack the yes. triglycerides mm-hmm. is really to watch the processed food. Okay. Just watch, you know, the French fries and watch things of that nature. But the, I think, in my mind, the driving culprit is the LDL. The total cholesterol is a little bit of a, you know, if your HDL, if your good cholesterol is high, yeah. mm-hmm. that's a protective factor. And mm-hmm. so you really have to kind of look at the total package. But LDL is always, 
LDL is very important. Okay. So that's all right. That's the one thing. So if someone has a heart attack, you want to drive that down as low as possible. Okay, good. Yeah. Now, uh, getting back to high blood pressure, it remains one of the most undiagnosed uh, conditions or diseases, and half of those who have it, uh, you know, they they don't know they have it. But then, even for those who do know they have it, seventy five percent don't have it controlled. I mean, that's a pretty shocking statistic, and. Uh, do you think it's because it, it's so connected to our lifestyle factors, as you mentioned, stress and other things that raise blood pressure in, in uh, the average American, you know, with yeah, this lifestyle? Yeah, absolutely. And then I, I think you're right. And then over time, your vessels, they change. They become just like your your skin changes. Your vessels change, too, and they become a little bit more susceptible to the effects of high blood pressure with mm-hmm. age. Right. And, and blood pressure goes up with age. And so that's, that's one thing. I, I think the reason, part of the reason why people... Why is it so uncontrolled? I think it comes down to that idea of um, cause and effect. And so really to have behavioral change, the closer the, um, the outcome is to the stimulus, the better you're going to have behavioral change. So mm-hmm. with, with blood pressure, I mean, there's no – the blood pressure to me, this, my, the analogy I think of is like if I have a pipe that bursts in my wall in my apartment. You call a right? plumber. And so then yeah. – yeah, but I don't know if I never check. That's right. I don't know if this is a great analogy, but yeah, you know, no, if you it check is. Your pipe, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you have to probably check your pressures in your pipe. Hopefully, do some preventive. We don't do that, but maybe we should. I don't know. So you check. You check <laughs> right. your pressures. You make sure they don't, they're not too high, uh-huh. and that's what happens. So we're checking your blood pressure to make sure the pressure is not too high, so you don't have a stroke or a brain attack, and or you don't have a heart attack because it's too much pressure for your organs. And so that's so that's and the reason people don't, you know, they just don't the the, the the outcome just isn't fixed. Right. It's not consistent. It's a variable schedule. Right. Uh-huh. It's like it's not everybody with high blood pressure is going to have a stroke. Right. And so it's just like like oh, it's not going to be me. Oh, you know. And okay. then and I think that's part of it. And they don't feel if high blood pressure made you nauseated, if it made it affected your daily life, I think it would be better controlled. But it's really hard when it, the effects aren't. Doctor Khan, unfortunately, I had many more questions and not enough time for it. Could you come back sooner rather than later? I know that you have a super busy schedule, but we'd so appreciate you having yeah, even for I twenty really minutes or it. so. Maybe maybe later this month for American Heart Month if you could. Uh, so sure, no, my pleasure. I okay. enjoyed it. So great, thank great. You so much. Thank you so much, Doctor Zia Khan, with us, and thanks so much for joining us and making us part of your weekend. Join us again next week, same time, same station, when we have Dr. Lori Steelsmith on for our annual Valentine's Weekend edition on sexual health. She is the author of Great Sex Naturally, and we'll have lots of great sex, health, sex as it relates to health information on next week's show, as well as all of our regular features. I'm David Snow. Stick around next week, same time, same station, 168 hours from right now. Until then, remember, it's not how long you live, it's how you live long. Aloha. Have a healthy week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. 
Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.